Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of FinTech Fridays. I'm Brian View, President, Chief Operating Officer at FinLocker, and really excited to have Jimmy King on this morning with me. Jimmy uh, is the co-founder of Banking Bridge. Welcome to the podcast, Jimmy. Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the conversation. For sure. For sure. I I, um, I love having uh, folks on that where I don't know a whole lot about the the people or the product or the or the company. And so this is going to be a good discovery session for me and for our audience. So let's get right into it, Jimmy. Uh, tell us uh, who the heck is Banking Bridge and what sure. do you guys do? <laughs> yeah, so we are focused on top of the funnel conversion on lender credit union banks websites. Uh, we feel like today's consumer is really focused on comparison shopping, whether that's on their favorite shopping site, Amazon, and more mortgage lenders need to have that experience. So that's live rates, that's rate comparison, uh, things that make your website a little bit more sticky. And that's where we come in. So we connect with your pricing engine, we connect with your CRM, we uh, help you convert more leads and then send that lead data uh, through your to your CRM. Perfect. So if I'm uh, let me let me echo it back in my uh, put it in my fifth grade reading comprehension. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if I'm a lender, uh, bank or credit union, I partner with Banking Bridge. We integrate so that you have live access into my product and pricing, and then right there when my wherever my consumers are coming into my web experience, I have dynamic, um, you know, pricing right mm -hmm. there. How, um, is there any, like how, tell me about the user experience, the consumer experience in terms of, you know, how do I know as a consumer, whether I should be looking at, you know, this product versus that product, how is that all kind of shaped into the, uh, into the experience? A lot of it is just, what do you have? I've got 3% down. I have 3.5% down. I have no money. I have 20% to put down. And you're able to input that into uh, the rate comparison table, and it will pull back products that are available from that lender. So if they have a credit score issue or, or a low credit score or their, their LTV is too high, they do not see rates. Yeah. But the majority of the requests are generally to keep people kind of interacting with the tool, keeping them on your website a little bit longer, um, giving them the ability to put, you know, 5%, 10% mortgage insurance, no mortgage insurance. All of those features are available that makes your website more valuable. And it really gives them a reason to come back yeah. over and over again. So most leads aren't converted on that first step. It's usually that third or fourth visit where they, where they decide to move forward. So the, um, Thanks for that. That's super helpful. It leads me to a couple other questions. So I'm visiting a lender's website and I've answered a handful of questions in a, in a, you know, qualifying form, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and based on the questions I answer, I'm now able to see some product in pricing. At what point am, are you enabling or are you capturing enough information to know who I am as a consumer? Yeah, usually there's there's two ways. There's the questionnaire. So that's kind of that form that you see all over the internet that Rocket Mortgage and Lending Tree made famous, which is those yeah. eight to ten questions. And then 
our product is we, you answer those eight to 10 questions. And then the trade-off is you give us your contact information. We'll show you rates. Yeah. So that's what we kind of educate our lender customers on is, are you willing to show rates if you get information? And most yeah. of them say yes. So there's that. And then the other tool is a rate table, which is you just put it in your website. That person can visit. They can shop anonymously. They don't have to put in their information until they're ready, until they see maybe a price or a product that they're interested in. And then they can submit the form and, and send that over to your team. So there's two ways. Either you force them to give you your information or you make it more open access where they can do a shopping experience. Now, in your experience, what what are you seeing out there? Is it a little bit mixed bag in terms of what, what lenders want to do? Well, it's funny. All the leads convert, 70% of the leads convert through the questionnaire, which is funny because that's where we're forcing the user to give us their information. But all of the, the time on page, all of the the really good information is in the rate table. So you see like three or four minutes time on page. You right. can see people just sitting there it's not like a 15 second page load and they bounce off to something else. It's they're sticking in there. So, but what we do see is that the home page is the most important page to set up to convert. That's your best chance. And that is the, the questionnaire uh, experience. Right. So it's, it's, it's 70% of the leads are coming through the workflow. Yeah. Makes sense. It logically, you know, yeah, it makes sense to me. Um, I'm imagining across your client base, there's a bunch of different strategies at even one layer above what you just described, which is how do I get, how am I getting people to my page mm -hmm. to begin with? Do you have any kind of thoughts or best practices on, on what you're seeing there? Yeah. So like the, the trend we see in 2023 and 2022 was Facebook, Google ads don't work. It's junk. It's spam. It's just the quality isn't there. It takes a long time for people to convert right now. Where we see the best impact, if you have a budget, a thousand, two thousand dollars a month or more, tens, tens of thousands, rate tables, places like NerdWallet, places like Bankrate, places like I can buy, um, where people see your logo, they see your rates, and a lot of that where they see your logo they go to your website. They've never heard of you. And those are in-market people. They're typically educated. They're typically looking for more information. So they're, they're just more curious. And that lead profile is typically a lot stronger than a Facebook lead or a yeah. Google lead. They're, they're, those rate table leads are a little bit further down the funnel. They've kind of scrubbed themselves. So we recommend an in today's market to, to try to partner with a rate table platform. Right. There. Got it. That makes sense. And then you're where you come in as you optimize that once the traffic mm -hmm. hits that lender's site, your tool really optimizes uh, and helps convert at a higher rate. Yeah. It, it mirrors the experience that you would have on bank rate. So if you're going to bank rate and you're looking for rates and you're looking for comparison shopping and you're looking for mortgage calculators, those are all the tools that we can provide inside of your website. So you're mirroring that leads experience when they hit your website. So you're kind of speaking their language yeah. and it just, 
it increases your chance. It's not, it's not going to guarantee you get leads. It's just going to increase your chances to, to capture that, that website visitor. Right. I think um, you just hit on something uh, by saying it doesn't guarantee you'll get leads. I think there's a mindset, you know, everyone's looking for the silver bullet, you know, everyone's trying to, mm-hmm. you know, let's face it. We're, we're in a very unique market, um, <laughs> uniquely tough. Yeah. And uh, so these, these consumers are being, you know, they're sought after by mm-hmm. multiple, multiple lenders. What are you, what are you seeing lenders that are having success do better than others um, to, to, to stand out? And then once they have that visitor to, to, to really convert. Well, it's a, you know, it's a six, four to six month sales cycle right now. Yeah. That means you got to get these leads into a tool like a education tool, whether if it's, if it's something like Femlocker or something like a C, definitely your CRM. Yeah. And you got to have, you got to have texting, you got to meet them where they want to be met, emails, um, something more than this is, you know, this month's spaghetti recipe and yeah. next month's, you know, fried chicken recipe. It's got to be something a little bit more meaningful than than that. But today's, I think the success measurement for today is time on page because there's just not that many leads. There's just yeah. not. There's not that many people in the market. So what is a measure of success when they hit our website or they interact with whatever it is, uh, digital content, how long are they actually sticking around? Um, that's a good measure for success in today's market with, yeah. with the way leads are, are, in my opinion. Yeah, no, you're, I think you're, you're right. And I, on a bunch of fronts there, you talked about, you know, the four to six month, you know, sales cycle mm-hmm. that, that is not, that's not necessarily driven by the consumer. It's driven by the fact that there's just not enough inventory out there. and if if you're you know if you're a, a home buyer today you better be prepared to swing and miss you know 3 4 5 maybe 10 times before you're able to to win a bid right win a mm-hmm. win a win a home so that just elongates the process um are you and, and then the other thing you hit on which i think is super interesting it kind of aligns with the way we think about um the consumer experience is it feels like there's more consumers spending more time getting educated and prepared than ever before. So that when a property is available, they're in the best position to win. Are you seeing lenders have success building kind of a, an education uh, strategy uh, around their, their lead nurturing? Yeah, because so much information is out there on the internet whether you follow somebody on Instagram or TikTok or wherever you're getting your real estate information, if the lender's not participating, trying to participate, doesn't have to be great. If they're just trying to participate, that's a huge step in the right direction. Um, there is a, there, we, we find a battle. It's a battle between what does the consumer want and what does the lender want them yeah. to do? Right. It, it's a complete, you know, the consumer wants you to display rates or the consumer wants you to educate, but the lender wants you to close tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and that's just not the reality of, of 
today's consumer, tomorrow's consumer, and and the market. So education is a key thing, even in our business for from the banking bridge side is we put out a lot of content just to educate our our customer base. And that's been very helpful. Uh, so I think that it would be the same for for lenders and their and their their leads. Uh Social media. So I'm seeing, um, tracking, you know, a couple hundred loan officers now on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And there's a lot of great content that is being created at that local loan officer level mm-hmm. to, to provide resources and education. Um, I'm guessing that's a, that's a great place to drive traffic into a website and then have the tools of banking bridge. Are you seeing that kind of be become more more prominent. Yeah, I, I think about what who are my favorite podcasts that I like, and you want to fin, hear fintech from the, Fridays. Fintech Fridays <laughs> is up there with Joe Rogan. It's up there with, <laughs> with you know Jocko's podcast that I listen. Oh, to. there we go. So it's to me, it's I want to hear from the guy. I want to hear from the owner, the, the whoever that is. It's the guy that's going to originate my loan, or it's the person that's that's you know, drinking the, that's sitting down with the leaders of the world. I like that experience. And I think that more loan officers should take that approach where, Hey, walk somebody through a house and take them through, you know, what does termite damage look like with you talking to them? It's, it's so much more impactful. You can throw it on your website. You can have an education uh, tab or portal in your website. Yeah. Um, Get to know. It's like with, with, with what you do and and what people do online is you get to know them before you know them. Right. You know, and that's, that's a key thing with marketing. I think in today's digital and today's consumer, that's younger and younger, you know, a 30 year old was, was born in what, 1993, 1993 or seven. It's just crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Yep. And I think, um, I think I love that you, you get to know them before you know them. It totally, resonates and what's cool about it is you know you've got you you talked about you know the the rockets and the the zillows and all the the lending trees that have kind of perfected you know that that funnel if you will um with tools like like banking bridge now a local loan officer Mm -hmm. can combine their their personality um you know be a trusted resource for their community but have access to the, the the technical the technology that the biggest of the big are using to convert, and I and I think people don't realize that you you can stack kind of some of these uh, experiences and instances together to compete directly with you know mm-hmm. the rockets and the Zillows at the top of the funnel. Uh, I've, I've been up I've been talking a lot about that on LinkedIn that you know the local loan officer has never been in a better position to be able to have access to tools like banking bridge and finlocker and some other tools but at the at the forefront it's their brand their personal brand their mm-hmm. their personality and their ability to to reach and educate their community that really is going to allow them to compete and win you know against those mega brands are you are you kind of seeing a, a similar yeah. I was a loan officer 15 years I worked at banks Bank of America Regions Ameris Bank boots on the ground you know, old school type of deal, but yeah. the hybrid approach, which you just described is a hybrid. 
you got to have a direct to consumer experience on your website. You don't have yeah. to be direct to consumer. You're not, yeah. Alien. But you still got to have that on your site. And you also have to build relationships in your community. Uh, that's going to increase your chances. So, exactly right. You can take the same technology that the big dogs are using. You can allocate a couple hundred, 500 bucks, thousand dollars a month to tech, your tech stack, and you can get pretty, a pretty yeah. good experience across the board with your CRM, with your education tools, with your website. So um, I, I like that idea. The other, the other trend that I think is coming around is real estate kind of saw this maybe five or six years ago is so many agents, these, these top agents were just opening up their own brokerage, opening up their own small boutique. And it feels like that's happening in the mortgage space where yeah. some of these top producers, you know, them and a buddy or them and somebody else are going to open up a, a brokerage and really kick butt and, and do their own thing with the technology that they need to, to make that happen. Yeah. So I think gonna, um, that's exciting. I, it is exciting. It's and you hit on it. It's, the tools are available uh, today and they weren't, you know, a couple of years back, mm -hmm. unless you were willing to <clears throat> truly invest in a, you know, what we would call a direct to consumer channel or a platform. And I think direct to consumer to me is just what it is. If, if, if I'm a loan officer and, and I'm going to uh, engage a consumer before some other party, whether that other party is a realtor or some other referral source, that's direct to consumer. That's me mm -hmm. building that pipeline myself. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, a mega call center. And it, and it certainly, you know, doesn't have to be, you know, only successful in a refi, you know, low rate environment. I think we're in this, we're in this space where the hybrid of hyper local, leaning in with with education but having the tool set to to make sure the experience for that consumer is optimized um it, it all exists and it's all there for you know that loan officer at the street level it's like home depot you know you can still go to your home depot and walk the aisles and you know look at all the screws on the wall if you really want to or you can just order it online yeah does it does it make home does home depot care where you get it now. No. And I think that's a, it's, it's the hybrid model. And uh, if, if, if more loan officers, especially these young loan officers can embrace that, it's going to be a, a, a dividend payer in the next three to four years as, as they grow the business. Totally agree. Well, Jimmy, this has been awesome. I love, uh, like I said, I love learning about uh, new, new tech, new products for me anyway. Um, and you've been super helpful to, to kind of educate us on, uh, not just banking bridge, but just this concept of competing, you know, with the the mega brands at their own game by, you know, having a tool uh, like you all bring to the market. So I, I appreciate your time today. Uh, anything that you want to close with? Uh, Brian, thanks for having for having us. Uh, don't be scared of rates on your website. Uh, that's what the consumer wants. And and check us out if you can. Uh, follow us on Instagram or, or LinkedIn. We'll we'll drop a uh, a link on uh, on this post when we publish it, and uh, everyone can uh, follow Banking Bridge, follow Jimmy King, and uh, I appreciate you being on today. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Thanks, everybody. Tune back in next Friday for our next episode. Thank you.